This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk on a awesome hot day. <laughs> we can repeat that every day. Uh, today we're going to be joined by Larry Woody, longtime author, sports writer, columnist, and Larry. Uh, I thought we'd start off. Um, you're now part of Main Street Media, of which I am. Do you think the the, the Murfreesboro Post can handle two old geezers? Well, I don't know, Monty. You, you and I may may uh, uh, squabble over who gets the the, the top of the fold uh, uh, stories in, in the paper, but we we, we could probably work it out. There's probably enough room for both of us. Ivan Aronin said the other day on one of our meetings, he said, "Wow." Woody and Hale in the same paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the leaders, uh, the, the readers don't realize how lucky they are, Monty, do they? That's right. Uh, it's going to be fun. As we said last week, I, I jumped at the chance. Our old friend, mutual friend, Tommy Bryan is the editor of the Wilson Post, and he approached me a while back about doing some writing for him. And, and so uh, I wasn't doing anything else. It's too hot to fish. So I, 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 I took him up on it. I think it's going to be fun. Well, um, I know you've been friends with the, the Bill Elliott family, um, um, close enough now, if me and you want to start a business of our own together, you think Chase would, Chase Elliott would give us a loan? He's got about a million bucks more than he had this time yesterday after winning the chase last night at Bristol, uh, He's a great, great kid. Not kid. He's a young man now, but I still think him as a kid. Think of him as a kid. I've known him since he's tagging around after his dad, Bill, at that racetrack. And a quick, funny story, Monty. Some of the readers might might find amusing. Years ago, I was covering a race in Riverside, California. Back then, that was the final race of the of the NASCAR season, and Daryl Walter would usually be in the in the running for the championship. So I was at Riverside, California, uh, one morning, heading out to the track Sunday morning. And I looked up ahead on the freeway, and there's a car pulled off to the side with the hood up and, and steam boiling out. As I go by, I glance over, and it's Benny Parsons, or some tall redheaded kid I, I didn't recognize. So I, I stopped, backed up, said, hey, Benny, you need, need a lift? He laughed. He, he said, yes. Yeah. said, you know it's going to be a bad day when your rental car blows up on the way to the track. So they hop in. Benny gets to the front with me, and the, the redheaded kid throws a, a duffel bag in the back seat and hops in. And we take off down the freeway, and Benny says, uh, we did like to meet you, meet a friend of mine. His name is Bill Elliott. He's from down in Georgia. 
and he wants to race a NASCAR someday, he's traveling around with me to kind of learn the ropes and the tracks. So I've told, told Chase over the years, Monty, that's how I met his dad. He was broke down beside the, the interstate on, on the San Bernardino freeway one morning. But uh, just a super, super family. Bill was one of my all-time favorites, and Chase, Chase is a, a chip off the old engine block. He's just as nice a, a guy as his dad was and, and just as talented, too. I think he's going to be a, a factor in, in NASCAR for a long, long time. Just su- super talent. Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. That, that's right. And Chase is about the same way. When In the old days, Marty, when Bill would win a, a race, they would ring a, a bell or blow a whistle down at the Dawsonville pool hall where, where everybody hung out in Dawsonville. And they continue the, the tradition now when Chase wins a race or does something good like winning the, the uh, I said to Chase, the all-star race. When he won the all-star race last night at Bristol, uh, they, 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 they blew the whistle and rang the bell down at the Dawsonville pool hall. Um, you know, it's been a, been a neat week in NASCAR, um, Cole Custer, a rookie wins the race. Um, uh, and this has been a, even without a lot of fans, um, this has been a great year for NASCAR. I think, um, you know, a rookie winning, that's gotta be great for the sport. I love to see rookie a rookie's win or any driver get their first win, Monty. They they say you, two things you never forget, your first kiss and your first win. Now, I never won a, a stock car race, so I can't speak from that. But I still remember Mary Sue Wattenbarger in the second grade at uh, Woody Elementary School, so I, I kind of <laughs> remember that. But, no, it's special, uh, and, 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 and I don't know. A cold. Somebody said it was a cold day in July when he when he won one the other day. But he seems like just a super kid, you know, pleasant kid, personable kid, humble, and uh, and smart enough, Monty, to realize what a, what a great opportunity and a great career he's, career he's got. Uh, sometimes pro athletes, I don't think Monty appreciate or realize how, how good they've got it. And and seem like the, the NASCAR guys, the young guys, do. They most of them worked hard. On, on these little small on small bull ring tracks around around the country to get a shot, and when they get a shot at the big time, they're smart enough to appreciate it. So that that makes it makes it extra special to see these kids doing well. Well, uh, again, it's been a a fun year for NASCAR. Uh, there at Texas Motor Speedway um, um, this weekend, um, and. Uh, that place has got an MTSU connection, doesn't it? A big, big MTSU connection. Eddie Gossage runs the place. He's a former. Uh, he's an MTSU grad that wrote for the sidelines when he was going to middle, and also he worked part time at the Tennessee Sports Department. That's where I got to meet Eddie, and he did such a good job, Monty, uh, uh, in sports. He, in addition to. Uh, uh, a long story. I'll try to make this short. Eddie Eddie worked his way through school. He not only worked at sidelines at school, he also worked part time at the Tennessee in, in the summer. And he also he was interested in racing. So Gary Baker gave him a part time job at the fairgrounds, working just kind of a gopher at the fairgrounds. Eddie did such a good job at the fairgrounds that Gary Baker, who owned Bristol at the time, sent Eddie to to, to run Bristol, oversee Bristol's PR after he graduated from Middle. Eddie did such a good job there that he was, he moved on to Charlotte Motor Speedway, handled PR there. And then Bruton Smith, when he built the track in Texas, sent Eddie down to Texas to, to oversee the operation there. So what, what a great success story by just a, a super person. And, and with as you said, Monty, with, with awfully strong MTSU ties, uh, 
middle is still a special place for Eddie. Um, have you ever have you been to the Texas Motor Speedway? I, I've been one time, Monty. I went the first year that it opened, the, the first for the inaugural Cup race. I, I went that year, and it was a nightmare. They had rushed to get everything ready, and part of the much of the parking was not paved, and it had rained all week leading up to the race. So you had a hundred, almost a hundred thousand people parking out in cow pastures in mud up to their hubcaps. And it was so funny, you know, all the, all the cream of, of Dallas and Fort Worth society were there, you know, politicians and, and everybody. And they, they were, you would see men, men in, in suits and women in, in, in minks wading through mud up their ankles to get to the track. <laughs> so uh, it, it was an interesting, uh, an interesting debut. And, uh, but, the, but they got through it. And now it's, you know, it's, it's the biggest sports facility in Texas. You could put uh, 10 Texas stadiums where the Cowboys play inside Eddie's racetrack. So, uh, a great job by a great guy. To answer your question, I, I've been one time. I, I went for, for the inaugural race uh, whenever it was. That's been so long ago I can't remember it. But it was a it was it was a fun trip. Eddie arranged for us to go to some concerts. I I, I remember Willie Nelson went to a Willie Nelson concert, and the evening is kind of hazy for some reason. But uh, but anyway, I remember it was fun. I remember I was with the MTSU women's basketball team. <laughs> And uh, they stayed at a hotel across from that, and I just marveled at how huge it was. As I say, Monty, you got—I believe the stat is you could put—I uh, I think it's something like five or six Texas stadiums inside Texas Speedway. That's unbelievable. All righty. Um, well, I tell you what—it's going to be a interesting um, um, race uh, points-wise. To, who makes the chase, isn't it? Uh, it is one. I still think you know the 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 proverbial cream will rise to the top. Uh, the, the top sixteen drivers after twenty six races will 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 be eligible for the playoffs. Uh, the ten ten final ten race playoffs. I still think Monty basically the the. Pretty much the usual suspects will be in there. I I could probably get fourteen or fifteen of the sixteen right now. Uh, because they they're just so so good and so consistent. Now where it gets a little sticky is down around that fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth position. You know when there's maybe you know one position open and four or five drivers scrambling for it. But the big names are, are pretty safe. The big the big names, the marquee names, are going to be in it, including Kyle Busch. I, I picked Kyle to win the championship at the start of the season. He he he's, he hadn't had a bad season, but he hadn't won yet. He he kind of runs up up around the front, but he hadn't he hadn't run. He hadn't finished first yet, so that's an interesting story. Kyle's obviously going to make the chase, and once he's in, you know, it's like any playoffs. If you get in it, you can win it. But an interesting story so far is, you know, Kyle's just not up to speed. He he runs well, but he can't win the race. And Kyle reminds me, Monty, of, of Bobby Allison's philosophy. But uh, Bobby finished uh, second in a big race once, and one of the reporters said, Bobby, I guess you can find some consolation in the fact that you didn't win, but at least you finished second. And Bobby said, no, the second-place finisher is just the first loser to cross the line. <laughs> so, so that's kind of Kyle's philosophy, too. There, there's only two positions, win and elsewhere. And if Kyle's not winning, he's not happy. But anyway, he's, he's, I still think he's the best driver in NASCAR, and I think he's going to be in the chase. And I still think he's got a good chance to, to win it again this year. We're joined today by Larry Woody. We'll take a break and be right back.
At Ascension St. Thomas, the care you need is available today. Whether you've had to put off routine visits or health screenings, delay to surgery or specialty care, our caregivers are prepared for your arrival. We will maintain strict precautions for your safety in our care, such as rigorous cleaning, distancing, and protective equipment. We're open for appointment scheduling for your urgent and ongoing care needs. Schedule now and ask about virtual visits. GetSTHealthCare.com. This is Peter Demas, and I invite your family to come and join our family back at Demas's Restaurants. One of the things that we have always done is we have been very careful with the way that we sanitize our tables. We have mandatory hand washing stations. Our employees are required to wear masks. We are just overall just being very careful with everything that we are doing and the way we handle food, the way we handle plates to ensure everybody's safety as they return and start enjoying the dining room experience again. Demas's Restaurants on Broad Street in Murfreesboro. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, Funeral Pre-Planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Prep Sports in Limbo, the TSSAA Board of Control delaying a contingency vote last week for the 2020 high school football and girls soccer seasons, asking for an exemption from the governor's state of emergency, which was extended until August 29th. That exemption would allow the season to start on time. Riverdale football coach Will Kreisky is hopeful to soon know which direction they'll go because a lot of planning needs to be done. We have a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C because we don't know when our season's going to start. You know, we have things we've got to get done. We have to order season tickets. We have to take care of field maintenance. We have to order paint. You know, you have to set up your team's yesterday and can't sit back on your heels and wait and then try to schedule everything last minute. Now the TSSAA Board of Control has a scheduled meeting on July 22nd. That will take place at Siegel High School. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Eddie Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist, joining us today. All right, um, Larry, it, it came at the midnight hour, but the Titans have uh, locked up Derrick Henry, and I think that makes a lot of people happy. Um, first of all, Derrick, four years. Yep. It, it makes about fifty million dollars happy. Yeah, of which twenty five is guaranteed. So yeah, guaranteed, right? If he turns his ankle tomorrow, I never never picks up a football. 
he's guaranteed $25 million. So pretty, pretty good deal, I would say, for Derek. But when you, when you lead the NFL in rushing, Monty, that's the kind of deals you get, and he, I think he deserves it. Yeah, I do too, and I think um, a lot of his teammates have been, you know, particularly Taylor Lewan, been very outspoken. Hey, he deserves his money. We need him for the for the long haul, and uh, uh, you know, a lot of times these, you know, just the day earlier they said it's just likely not going to get done. He'll play under the franchise tag label um but lo and behold uh behind the closed doors the two sides finally uh, got on common ground and you know as a titans fan i'm quite happy uh, uh monty it would have been a disaster if the titans had, had messed around and, and not got the, the nfl's leading rusher back uh derrick henry along with with Tannehill, picked up that team and carried them to the AFC Championship last year. There's no question that they wouldn't have made it without those two guys, primarily Henry, because he made Tannehill's job as quarterback easier. When you got somebody that, that was running the way Henry did the second half, that, that picks the entire team up. So there was no way the Titans could, could let him get away. The only question was, were, were they going to fiddle around and drag this thing out and maybe create some animosity and hard feelings and that kind of thing and maybe, you know, maybe kind of put a damper on on the season, to their credit, they were smart enough not to do that. They went ahead and got him signed, got him his money, and 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 Derek should should show up a happy camper. And so uh, I think all all the pieces are there, Monty, for the Titans to make another another run. And anything short of getting back to the AFC Championship game with another at least a shot at the, going to the Super Bowl, I think will be a disappointment. I think with the talent they've got on that team, uh, there's no reason that they shouldn't make another run this this season, assuming there is a season. Yeah, exactly. Now we just got to get to some football of some sort. So <laughs> that, that, that's that's the big question now. Will 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 there be football? Money. I, I don't think the colleges are going to play. You know, a, a month ago I said I thought they would, but every passing day it looks more more dismal and more doubtful. I, you know, some of the smaller conferences like the Ivy League, Ivy League have already said they're not going to play. The SEC is waiting till the end of the month. To, to make a call, but I got to tell you, Monty, it's as we speak, it, it's looking doubtful. Yeah, and I was talking to somebody the other day. I mean, earlier today, and they go, you know, when this thing started, and there was just a few cases coming out, they shut down sports. Now it, the numbers are spiking again, so you wonder, uh, are they going to play? And you know, I think a couple quotes and. I'll just use that I've seen. I, I watched a press conference with SEC Commissioner um, Sankey and quote, he said, we're running out of time. I talked to Chris Massaro, MTSU's athletic director, and he was poignant about it too. He said, quote, the clock is ticking. So, um, and as you said, you know, the Ivy League scrapped it. Um, the National Junior College association announced they're going to be playing in the spring, not the fall. So it's looking pretty perilous, I think. Yeah, like I say, Major, the SEC ADs had a conference call, uh, I guess, toward the end of the week, over the weekend, or maybe early this week. Anyway, uh, they, they decided not to decide anything. Yeah. Uh, what they're going to do is just basically what they've been doing, wait till the end of the month, see what the pandemic situation is by the end of, end of July and make a call in. But if the pandemic continues to flare up or maybe even stays as bad as it is now, 
I just don't believe they could, they will play much. And again, they said they, they've got to make a call by the start by the first of August, you know, to, to make the thing doable. I, I kept I was optimistic there would be a an SEC season in some form, like maybe playing just interconference games. You know, the SEC playing playing other SEC teams. And I, I thought that might work, uh, but now I'm not sure about that. Obviously, with with a lot of players testing positive, and maybe even some coaches and so forth. Uh, unless this thing settles down quite a bit, I, I don't believe they can do it. Yeah, and, you know, the Big Ten and Pac-12 already announced they're doing um, conference schedules only, which um, has shut, you know, has canceled a lot of ball games in, in essence. And, you know, I talked with Chris Bassaro. I think he was not surprised at their decision. He was surprised at the timing because most people are going to do like the SEC, you know, toward the end of July, end of this month. So he was a little surprised at the timing of it. Yeah, I was too, Marty. You don't have any. They don't have anything to lose by waiting instead of rushing in and making an announcement now. Why wait another month? I mean, why why not wait another month, see what the situation is in, and then make the call? Uh, there, there's just no reason to to hurry it. And uh, and it's such a, a momentous call too, man. If they cancel the season, uh, it, it's going to be a, a disaster for college athletics because, as you know, Monty, the the athletes will still be on on scholarship. They'll still keep their scholarships, and and the scholarships are the single biggest 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 expense for schools. They have to fund those scholarships, so the f- schools will still have to fund all the athletic scholarships, even though there's no games being played and no revenue coming in. So you talk about a, a double whammy revenue-wise, it's going to be catastrophic. And obviously somebody said, well, the schools just uh, just suspend the, the scholarships. They're issued on a one-year basis, year-by-year basis. I, I, that, they, they couldn't do that, Marty. They couldn't tell those kids that they're going to take their scholarships away. It's not the kids' fault that a pandemic broke out, and it's not the kids' fault that they can't play. So, and, and most of those kids, as you know, Monty, they, they rely on, on their athletic scholarships to get through school. They have to have them to go to school. It would be, it would be shameful if a school said, no, we're, we're not going to honor the scholarships just because the, 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 the games aren't being played. So it's going to be, a, they're just going to have to bite the bullet and, uh, and, and, and honor the scholarships no matter how expensive it is. And frankly, Monty, there's a lot of big schools like UT They've got so much fat that they could trim off the budget that a school like UT could fund all the scholarships by just simply simply trimming a little of the fat. Now, other schools like Middle, they might not have that luxury, but the big schools do. It would it, it, it shouldn't be any problem for them to honor the scholarships, even if the the games aren't played. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a PR hit. Nobody wants to take right there. <laughs> Yeah, no. I like to say they they just couldn't do it. That would be too too shameful. Uh, you know, to to it, what they, what they would be doing would just be betraying all their you know their, their athletes, just throwing them overboard, and uh, and and that couldn't happen. So again, they're just going to have to have to say bite the bullet financially and and continue to fund the athletic scholarships. You know, even if the games aren't being played. And you know, Stanford cut eleven sports. That's a third of their. They play like thirty four sports. Um, they cut 11 varsity sports uh, due to, quote, uh, limited financial resources. Now, 
the athletes are still on scholarship, though. Yeah, that's a good thing. And, and I don't know enough about Stanford to know the ins and outs of how they're going to handle it. But I, I did did read where they cut all those scholarships. It's, it's interesting, Monty. Stanford, I think, has got like a trillion-dollar endowment. Yeah. For, like, like all those, those big academic schools. It's interesting they decided to cut sports, but they didn't cut cut any any of the professor's salaries. You still got some some associate professor for for old English art who's pulling down you know three hundred thousand a year. They they didn't they didn't cut his salary. So um, again, there's a whole lot of fat that could be trimmed by those big big universities if they if they needed to. But the people who do the trimming are usually the ones who are making the big salaries. So obviously they're not going to trim their own salaries. It's easier to cut. Cut, uh, to drop the girls, you know, volleyball team or the men's, the, the men's softball baseball team, than to to cut a big, uh, cut, than to cut faculty's salaries. All right, Larry, great to catch up with you as always. Have a great weekend. Great, Monty, and uh, and you're welcome to to, uh, to to write letters to the editor about my stories when they start appearing. Okay, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Larry, have a good weekend. You too, Monty. That's Larry Woody joining us today. Um, We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. Watch the traffic build pretty good out here on 24 coming through Smyrna, Laverne. Traffic just busy where you would expect, especially 231 coming off the interstate, headed back out towards Shelbyville. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard quite crowded as well. Dr. Byron Bush is the only Republican candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven record for fighting for conservative values. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. 
Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up today? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and on this Friday, we will take a look back and recap a couple of the bigger stories of the week. Uh, One, we'll start with football, and that is the Blue Raiders have started their workouts with their coaches. Uh, Still no word on any positive cases of COVID-19 within the Blue Raider football team. Nothing has been announced. They will continue on uh, for the next couple of weeks uh, in this uh, acclimatization period before beginning uh, work with pads. Well, of course, Conference USA has yet to make any announcement as far as the future schedules are concerned. So far, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, have decided to go conference-only schedules. And I think every everybody right now is taking an eye and waiting to see what the ACC and Southeastern Conference are going to do. Because uh, right now, Middle Tennessee in particular takes a close look at the ACC because of two of the four non-conference games on the Blue Raiders schedule are against ACC opponents, being Duke on the opening weekend in Durham and two weeks later with a home game against Virginia Tech. So a lot still up in the air. The expectation is those leagues are going to wait until right at the end of July before they make any announcements on how the football schedule will go. So that being said, uh, other news this week. The 2020 class of the Blue Raider Hall of Fame was announced on Wednesday, revealed during a Zoom webinar, catching all of the future inductees by surprise. Super impressive class, including two first ballot 
uh, inductees, Bryce Prince of baseball and Alicia Clark of women's basketball. In addition, you have Mike Harmon from golf, Kendall Newson, one of the all-time great receivers, Heather Prater, still the all-time uh, assist leader in women's basketball, and Clay Snellgrove, one of the all-time best uh, all-around baseball players uh, ever at middle. They are uh, scheduled to be inducted on the week of October 16th and 17th when the Blue Raiders host North Texas in football. All right. Looking at women's basketball, they announced their non-conference schedule, uh, 11 games. Uh, the non-conference schedule features two SEC foes and the return of ACC National Power Louisville as part of the regionally-based slate filled with formidable foes. In fact, during Thanksgiving week, Middle Tennessee will face Kentucky, Louisville, and Vanderbilt in an eight-day span. Lady Raider Nation should also enjoy the non-conference schedule as six of the 11 games will be played at Murphy Center, three of the Five road games are within a three-hour drive, including short drives to Lipscomb and Tennessee Tech. New additions to the schedule include Louisville, Vanderbilt, and Troy, with all three foes coming to Murphy Center as part of a home-and-home series. The Lady Raiders will open the season at home against East Carolina on November 10th before hitting the road for a three-game road swing uh, to VCU, Tennessee Tech, and Kentucky. Full schedule and uh, full story is located on GoBlueRaiders.com. Congratulations go out to the men's tennis program this week as they received uh, earned the Conference USA Institutional Excellence in Sport Academic Award as announced by the conference office. And a final story to recap this week, Phil Steele's Conference USA preseason team was announced on Monday and middle was well represented. Had six players by led by senior safety Reed Blankenship on the first team. Offensive lineman Robert Jones and Will Gilchrist were on the second and third teams, respectively. Quarterback Asher O'Hara, wide receiver Jimmy Marshall, and linebacker DQ Thomas rounded out the selections on the fourth team. All right, that's it for Friday. Hope everybody has a very good weekend. It's going to be hot, so take care of yourself uh, with the heat. Also, uh, take care of yourself for all the other reasons and be nice to each other out there have a great weekend we'll talk to you again on monday all right chip we appreciate you as always have a great weekend and we'll remind everyone the blue raider insider report brought to you today by wayne blair and rayborn insurance steve ruckert and rai advisors and mike tanzel and my team insurance we'll take a break and be right back Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. 
Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Back into all sports talk. Appreciate Larry Woody joining us. Um, getting on all kinds of topics. Um, let's see. High school football. Interesting that um, the heat acclimation period. It's a five-day thing where they uh, gradually wean the um, athletes off the shorts and t-shirts for two days they can wear helmets and then they can go in helmets and pads um, and it's certainly hot um, a big deal could be um, they will start that on Monday um, and are starting it on time this is the t- typical target date so um, after that period if they're allowed to hit and there's contact you could have a football season that starts on time interesting while at the same time college football's trying anything it can do just to save a season it looks bleaker a lot bleaker in high school at least in Tennessee right now spoke with some coaches last night um, like Riverdale coach Will Kreisky said he was optimistic that it would start in late August uh, or early September. Rick Rice over at Rockville said he thinks it could start on time. Um, Mike Woodard, Woodward at um, Laverne says He's not holding his breath on anything. I think it's too early to speculate because things change. And then Kevin Creasy, the head coach at Oakland, told me I still have a lot of concerns about the season. So you get a little mishmash reviews from, from that, but they will be able to get out and get acclimated to the heat at the normal time that they have done any other year. Does that mean they're going to be playing football um, August 18th? They've already said in contingency plans, any contingency plans that were used, they would start um, September 18th. I personally don't know. The numbers keep going up. Um, and how many times can these kids keep getting tested? I mean, there's got costs that comes with that you can take the precautions you know check their temperature and you know they've got a fever over a hundred point five or eight whatever it is you just send them home um but once you get into that contact you got to start worrying about kids testing positive um 
But you're either going to have a season or you're not. You're either going to go out and risk it or you're not. And, you know, if you're going to rip, if you're going to roll the dice, then you've got to let them not only get acclimated to the heat, you've got to get them acclimated um, 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 throwing the football, hitting each other. I mean, it's um, it's um, a crazy deal. And uh, so, who knows? Right now, I guess most of the coaches are somewhat optimistic. They haven't had a lot to um, hang hang their hat on uh, this summer because nobody's you know you're you're living it day to day, and you know I guess they'll continue that. I know these kids have gone through what five weeks of conditioning. Um, as Kevin Creasy said, hey, one thing, we've lifted more weights than we ever have, so we ought to be stronger. So I guess that's a positive. But now you got to get into the, you know, you can't, you can't start a season without having hit. You got to get used to taking blows, dishing out blows, um, tackling, blocking. You know, I think you're going to see some sloppy football probably. Um, there's been no seven-on-seven. Seven. be interesting to see if they let them do that after next week. Because all five days of next week we'll be taking the acclimation period. We'll use use that full week up. So we shall see. All right, you listen to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Watch the traffic build pretty good out here on 24 coming through Smyrna, Laverne. Traffic just busy where you would expect, especially 231 coming off the interstate headed back out towards Shelbyville. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard quite crowded as well. Dr. Byron Bush is the only Republican candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven record for fighting for conservative values. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. 
At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Meanwhile, the NFL's plugging along. Came across something interesting today. Um, Operating revenue in the SEC. What's teams bring in the most? Texas A&M. Number two in the SEC. Uh, number one in the SEC, number two in the country, $212 million. Now they probably had about 180 in expenses. Uh, Georgia, the second, 174, Alabama, 164, Florida, 159, LSU, 157.8, UK, 150, UT, 143.8, South Carolina, 140. Arkansas 137.5, Mississippi State 112, Ole Miss 108, Missouri 106. Texas, by the way, is number one in the country. I think Tennessee had 138 million in expenses, so um, they did make money. What will these numbers look like next year, you think, at this very time next year? Do we think there's going to be football? Is there going to be spring football? Junior college has already said it's going to spring football. Some teams won't play. Some leagues won't play. What will the schedules look like? Um, PSU is um, eagerly paying attention to what the ACC does. The Big Ten and Pac-12 have already said they're playing conference schedules only. Middle's got two games against ACC. Um ACC and SEC are supposed to are expected to announce it toward the end of the month what they're going to do with their schedule. Will it be the same? There's already a lot of games affected, you know. Um, USC Alabama, uh, Notre Dame Stanford, Notre Dame USC, you know, um, Ohio State Oregon, 
there's a lot of you know interesting matchups that are no longer on the on, on the docket so to speak so um it's going to be very interesting to see um uh what each conference does with their schedules Tennessee has dismissed Emmett Gordon, defensive end, charged this week with aggravated felony assault. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, projected starter. He had seven tackles for la- losses last year, 33 t- stops um, total. So a big setback for Tennessee up front defensively. You, they finished eight and five. You would expect them to at least duplicate that. They've got a pretty soft non-conference schedule if they play the non-conference schedule. It will be very interesting if they say they're only playing a conference schedule only if they add a couple games, uh, conference more conference games. You know, some years teams have brutal schedules like A&M last year, Tennessee the year before. Uh, so you never know. Uh, again, we don't, we're not going to know what happens. Um, I don't, I don't have a problem with them taking their time, you know, but you know, you've heard the AD say we're running out of time. Um, heard, um, Mark Emmert yesterday with NCAA saying, Um, We've got to get a better grip on this thing or we're not going to be playing. All righty, that'll do it for today. That'll do it for the week. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay safe and we'll talk to you next time. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.